Thank you all for joining us on this wonderful first episode of Thoughts from the Treetop. Joined today by Yeet. Yeet. There you go. Joined today by Gus and Scott. Uh, guest speaker Scott Shadle. Um, first episode today is going to be about fitness. Scott, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well. There you go. Um, just fitness. A lot of questions there. A lot of a lot of different avenues you can go down. Uh, ways to approach it. How to make it a part of your lifestyle. Definitely. Your background. I know you grew up in Maryland, but give us a bit more about your descent into this career. Yeah. The, the world of fitness. The world of fitness, yeah. So, um, grew up playing sports or attempting to play sports pretty much my whole life. Pretty big in my family was like be active, play sports, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and then I wasn't super good at any one sport, but I liked to play and just fun thing growing up. Um, then when I got to high school, started to train a little bit, started to lift uh, with my buddy like in his basement, and that became like more fun than actual sports. I think for me, um, <coughs> so it was kind of kind of interesting. Still liked playing sports, but it was like I wanted to lift more than I actually wanted to play. Um, so that's when I kind of like recognized that it was something that I was really like to do, um, and would just like work out with friends, you know, meet up after school. When did you decide to, like, make a career out of it? I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was, like, a conscious decision. It was definitely, like, all right, I have to go to college. You were just, like, like, doing it so much that it was, like, just a natural It was, like, yeah, it was, like, a part of, part of, like, kind of what I did. It was part of my free time, especially once I got, like, um, older, like, later in high school. It was pretty regular. So you were in there just pumping the weight, lifting. Throwing all the weights around. Throwing the weights around, getting slanging, Slanging the weights. (laughs) Um, What do they say at uh, Planet Fitness? They have the... Lunk alarm. Lunk alarm. I was lunk. No. Um, No, I think I was like, I mean, I was pretty strong relative to like how I think I was. Still are. Yeah. Still are. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I don't consider myself very strong. But like there was some exercises like where uh, that I was doing more then like than I am now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Um, At that age, but like you're just like a hormoned out freak at that age and you just have like a boundless energy and you can recover and just train as hard as you can you know what I mean yeah absolutely Wait, that um, stops it does stop Gus I know you're like 14 but <laughs> um, yeah and I was actually like and then like into like muscle and fitness magazines and like all that kind of stuff was super fun for me bodybuilding.com was big into like supplements like I don't know yeah um, supplements we should get there yeah definitely we'll definitely we'll get come there back to yeah. supplements yeah and like went through that like, that whole phase of like bodybuilding and that kind of stuff um, and it was just fun and then, like, went to apply for colleges, that kind of stuff, and kind of had to figure out what I wanted to do. It was either, like, business or maybe, like, Spanish and trying to go to the FBI or, like, something, some shit, stuff like that. Well, those uh, are different things. Yeah, I was, like, yeah. all over the place. Um, How seriously did you try to join the FBI? No, I never, I never tried to join, but I was, like, going to go to, like, into maybe, like, possibly go to some, mm. into, like, a Spanish, uh, like, major in Spanish, you know, and, like, or, like, major in business. And it was between those. And then I was like, all right, let's check out kinesiology, which is like basically the study of human movement. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I ended up going that route, obviously. Had a lot of fun with it. Um, some of the classes were hard. Some were super easy. Like it was in college, you, you have to take like right. fitness credits. Yeah, and like gym credits. Like you're, you're taking like nine credits of activities. So you're playing basketball and like, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. And then 
yeah, taking took anatomy and all, all like the actual science based stuff. Like at the time, like I don't think I. It's hard to it's hard to learn without like knowing how you're gonna apply something. You know what I mean? So. For me, like looking back now, it's like shit. I wish I would have like actually paid attention or like actually yeah, yeah. like taken notes. And it's like, because it's just like you don't know what's going to actually be useful. And like, it's just, school is. I mean, that's a whole separate conversation. But I think school is like very non unproductive. And like, I mean, yeah, it's I don't not know. Definitely you're, you're, you're learning for a test. In, I would say ninety percent of the stuff that I like use day to day isn't what I learned in school, which I spent. X amount of my parents' money on, yeah. um, and like tons of time on and learning. But like, I mean, there's there's definitely like a fundamentals aspect to it, like anatomy and the physiology side of things that you, you definitely need to know. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, maybe you don't. Um, like you're you're a perfect example. Like you've had no formal training in fitness, but like you know what you're talking about, and like I would trust you to train somebody. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean, you have like you. That's me. Yeah. That's yeah, Gus <laughs> Gus Rooney. I mean, I think experience like. What's most ninety percent of things, like especially fitness, trumps education a lot of times. There's gonna be like maybe like those edge cases where you need to have that that formal training in something. But okay, um, so and and one of the you touched on one of those things uh, where you, especially in our generation now, I think yeah. everything's much more accessible. You can go online, look up these things. But you were going to school at a time where most things fitness related. You had to learn either through someone you really knew who was really knowledgeable about the subject or uh, you took out books like Arnold's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. Wait, how old do you think I am? Uh, you're 24, <laughs> 25? I'm 26. 26, all right. Let's, let's but go. I mean, yeah, there were, like, it's not like the like, social media was like as a presence as, a presence, as it is yeah. now. Maybe like and even Twitter, Facebook, that kind of thing. But like, yeah, yeah maybe YouTube was like it's preliminary. It's yeah, yeah. It was all like, for me, it was all magazines and like, yeah, like you're right, like Arnold's book of encyclopedia um encyclopedia of bodybuilding um but yeah it's like just word of mouth and friends and guys in the gym so and you know you you do have the knowledge there and you went to school and and built upon that foundation uh so one of the questions that i had was at what point whether it could be like 10 years ago five years ago 15 do you think the fitness route became much more accessible for everyone in terms of going to school for getting a degree in it or a license or whatever the uh, certifications are. When did that that shift happen that more people were interested in doing this? I think probably like a few years before I started mm-hmm. in college. I like I don't know how many like kines. I mean, I feel like there was a lot of kines students when I was going to school. Um, I think we were, we were like one of the bigger majors, to okay. be honest. Um, it's like, which is kind of, I, I I would steer people away from it to be honest. Because really? there's like there's only so many jobs in fitness that you can do like, and there's definitely like a few routes that people were taking like you could kind of supplement it as like a pre med instead of a pre med, uh, physical therapy, personal training and strength conditioning, um, and then there's like public health could go into but I don't know I feel like it kind of kind of limits you and and absolutely so your your title officially I didn't really answer your oh. question, but I, I would say like right around like my. When I was going to school, was yeah probably became most popular as like as a major in terms of like kinesis and exercise science. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now, obviously, with like the advent of social media, there's way more avenues you can take. As as you said, where you have the fitness icon who doesn't ever have to step on a stage. Yeah. Uh, professionally speaking, with Arnold, you know that's 
that was the only way back in the day in the 70s where you could make a career. Like formal events, of, yeah. Yeah, formal events and stuff like that. Now you can just post a couple videos, a couple pictures. Get some sponsors. Get some sponsors. and IG followers. And now yeah. all of a sudden you're more famous than the the Phil Heaths, the, the Kai Greens of the world. It's crazy. Uh, and yeah, it's crazy. Um, so do you think this is going to continue? Do you, think, do you think fitness is more uh, popular in society <coughs> now than it was like 15, 20 years ago? I think, yeah, I think fitness is like probably the number one leisure activity right now. I don't know if I have any, I don't mean data to support that. uh, You know, oxymoronic, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's like such a thing now. Um, Yeah, it's, it's become huge. uh, There's so many different, it's like, it's part of like people's identification now. Like I'm a yogi, (laughs) I'm a, I'm a CrossFitter, I'm a runner. Like you can't, it's hard to get past like an initial conversation without having that. It's like, you know what I mean? Especially in New York, where like, there's like a fucking gym on every corner, a bo- different boutique for the blinks, the Planet Fitnesses. Yeah, and then like um, all like the the niche studios and like a million different kinds of yoga. It's crazy. And that took me by storm. I was actually in the city. I grew, you know, grew up in the Bronx, and uh, Planet Fitness became a thing. At first, it was only you had like this the niche, like twenty four seven gyms. They were like, around yeah, the big box ones. The, yeah, and then <coughs> now, that was like all there was. Planet Fitness comes out ten dollars a month. You can go as many times as you want. Wow, that's Whoa, cheap. revolutionizes everything. Did it start out as like uh, how they are now, where you know they, you know, like they don't have super heavy dumbbells. They don't have a lot of like the. I think it's still like that. I, I, I don't want to misrepresent Planet, Planet Fitness. Fitness at all. I know Fitness um, is sponsoring this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I was going, I mean, the heaviest that I saw were like 70, 60 pound dumbbells. Blink, which is. Um, Around the same price range, ten dollars if you want to go by yourself, twenty dollars a month if you want to go with a guest. Which is wild. That's which crazy is to me. Insane that you can essentially just double up on a on a membership, you know, and just kind of use it with whoever you want to use it with. Right. Um, their dumbbells go up higher, and just like the overall equipment is a bit better. They're owned by Equinox like the too. Equinox, yes. Is that the same company that does Planet Fitness? No. Uh, no. Equinox is like uh, it's very like. Spa, boot, like kind of bougie fitness center. Is that the company we were gym. talking about yesterday? I believe so. I wouldn't recall. They started in New York, but they're like, yeah. And I mean, now, now if you have, you know, a well-paying job, you'll be at the Equinox. They have much more yeah. uh, machines. They have better services, uh, which like, is all relative. It's like amenities and like, it's very like, uh, it's like supposed to be, feel like luxury. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that makes sense for a gym. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Let's I mean, be very comfortable nice. in a gym. I get like you want to be comfortable in like lock, like have a clean locker room. Yeah, that's great. But like, how comfortable is comfortable at yeah. a gym? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're here to work. Yeah, exactly. Catch you your uh, sweaty leather bench press. You know, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so one 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 of the things that you see all the time when you're when you're helping out clients or in in your profession, yeah, or just working in an industrial environment like you like you are now, I'm assuming. Uh, industrial industrial commercial I don't know <laughs> there you go yeah corporate wellness corporate wellness there you go um, what are some of the goals that you see when people walk in like they go Scott I want X Y and Z or is it just X what do you see different paradigm shifting when it's between certain age groups or is it always going to be the same no matter where you are yeah I think in your experience I see a lot of people that don't really know what they want to do or they're they're one either they they're they don't know how to express it or they're afraid to express it like mm. out front. Um, I think a lot of people just want to like, come on guys, I just want to get jacked. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I, don't want to like, I want abs. Please. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's like a, the easy cop out. You know right. what I mean? Um, 
but I think it's, it's like you just want to like look you want to look good you know what I mean everybody has like probably somebody in their head that they want to look like or have wanted to look like um, I think that's probably at the heart of most things is like appearance uh, weight loss that we kind of shit discussed that a we, lot. Yeah. We, we've had this argument and I, I believe and I'm not sure if this is absolutely correct that once again like you said at the heart of every workout or every just tunnel vision whatever you want to say everyone wants to look really good now, yeah, your absolutely. version of good may differ from absolutely. my version of good, yeah. but good nonetheless. Yeah. Your no. version of good could just be having no stomach. Right. Not abs, but just not having a big belly. It's all relative. It's all relative. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's In our argument, I think I took that as like an extreme, you know, always never situation where oh, I was no, like, there's no. definitely people who are just trying to like get better for like a specific sport or like, yeah, I think there's like, yeah. really I would like say that's, could care about that's how like they another look. thing is like uh, performance of some kind. Right. Um, but I think everybody I, wants to do laundry on their abs. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I think that's like the main driver. And it's like for whatever reason, you know what I mean? I think there's probably definitely a ton of reasons. Like marketing is one of them and just like main, mainstream media as well. Let's move it this way also. But yeah, I think like that's the main the, the main, main goal. The main yeah, whether they want to say it or not. Um, I mean like it's hard to – it's hard to say like I want to be healthier. Not It's not hard to say that, but it's like – it's like, how do you know? Like, you don't like, – even I, who is, like, I feel like I'm pretty in tune with, like, my my body, if I like, and how I'm feeling, that kind of thing. Um, it's like, I don't know if I feel healthier. I don't know if I've ever really felt healthier. You know, even, like, I don't know, like, like how my always, best like, be. pretty active or healthy, you know? Generally. Whereas I, mean, I feel like, like people who might, like, just sit around all day and, like, are legitimately yeah, unhealthy, they start yeah. going to the gym and all of a sudden they're like, wow, this That's is true. what energy the feels like. That's true. You know, this yeah. is what waking up on time feels like. Yeah. You know? I guess I've never really, like – been a, that aware of that kind of change in feeling like i felt good in the gym and like like the weights are moving like that kind of shit i felt but like in my day-to-day yeah you feel like with the entire field that yeah like you're always eating clean i always see you eating and you're always eating like really I can, clean really you know well f- i'm i don't know i go through spurts and i always i feel like i that's my 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 own problem is like I'm just like I go through spurts of eating really well, and then it's like all right, I'll fall off, and then I like have to re re Now, up. is this and you, you can help me on this one? Yeah, uh, I have a horrible diet. I eat Chinese food like twice a week, yeah, once a that. week, whatever. Uh, you see that right? It's really good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Calories. Uh, can the workout, uh, for the most part, balance out a horrible diet? Like I mean, I'm not saying my diet's horrible, but I definitely don't eat clean every single day. It depends what you're trying to do. Uh, definitely, uh, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of keeping it in check in certain in the sense of like overtaking the amount of work are you justifying yourself right now absolutely (laughs) absolutely (laughs) tell him he can eat chinese food every day no i mean like for you i think like like if you look at what your goals were you want to get big as fuck and like you ate a lot of food like that's what you're gonna have to do to get big as fuck you know what i mean like people you don't you don't eat like all dirty food because right i mean i'm sure there will be sacrifices to that yeah i mean you still probably get big but you'll probably have like like the the myth of lean mass getting big while you're lean it's like uh yeah, it's hard. Almost it's really hard. Like it's mission. it's not impossible. It's just the rate is much slower. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, like the the people that I look to for nutritional resources, some of them. There's I mean, there's conflicting. That's there's so much confliction in nutrition and uh, and especially in fitness. But like nutrition, like um, I, I look to like RP Nutrition. Their their whole plan is like bulk and cut. Yeah, right. I don't know if it like I think it's That's it's probably ideal for like most people for. I was gonna say more for like aesthetic goals, but like health goals. I don't know if like, 
like your body wants to be at rest. Like it wants to be at homeostasis, which is like balance, you know? And like, like that includes your normal walking around weight, you know what I mean? And like your, it just wants like normal normality and like balance and like big or even small weight fluctuation changes like 10 pounds plus 10 minus 10. That's like a 20 pound swing in maybe three to six months. That's, I don't know if that's homeostasis, you know what I mean? Yeah. So true. So that's um, another thing. Speaking of homeostasis, yeah. <laughs> like people think like, ah, oh, shit, I've been traveling for two weeks. I'm home for two weeks. I'm going to work out the whole time. And it's like that is, isn't going to be useful. Like I would rather you just get on the treadmill and walk than like actually like lift once a week or like once every 10 days. Right. Like you're just putting like this undue stress that is not a stimulus anymore onto your body and it's just disrupting everything. Which segues into a very good question of overtraining. Yeah. What yep. is the central thesis of overtraining? What does it constitute? And then why are there so many conflicting other training methods? Uh, nuclear. I mean, I think load. it's again. I think it's like it's super relative to the individual. You know what I mean? Like training age. Like how long you've been training? Like what are you doing? Like I don't know if you can overtrain from yoga, or like overtrain from. I mean, you probably could. But you think that you can overtrain? Yeah. Uh, right. Because there are like conflicting things. Yeah. About like you that can get like rhabdo. Like you can. Do some not familiar so rhabdo, with rhabdo. Uh, is like I think it's rhabdo nucleus or, or something like that. Uh, I forget what the exact term is, but it's basically like uh, I forget. I have to look it up. But I'm on it. I know. Um, can you look it up? Yeah. I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. That kind of thing. Yeah. But it's uh, your body like starts to like not eat itself, but um, rhabdomyolysis maybe. No. Is that when the muscle cells are like getting yeah. consumed yeah. by the body because it's more pro- protein rich than you don't have, everything else? You don't have Google? <laughs> Google's broke. Google's broke. Rhabdomyolysis? No, I just forgot to connect to the Wi Fi. Uh, rhabdo. So that would be like oh, that, yeah. uh, like kidney failure. Like you can die from it. That's when you just push yourself. Yeah, to exactly. Die. And your body's like shutting down. But I think at that point, you'll, <laughs> you'll know there's some, some, some yeah. differences like you not being able to walk. Death of yes. uh, muscle fibers and yeah, the release exactly. of their contents into the bloodstream yeah. uh, fucks up your kidney pretty much. Exactly. Okay. So then that happens when so that would be like over that would, would be like I would consider overtraining. overtraining. You know what I mean? That sounds like reasonable. fatigue could be like an indicator too. Like you're just like fucking lethargic as hell. Well, yeah. the way I learned overtraining was, uh, you know, every time that you work out, you're like the the amount that you're able to do goes down, right? And then when you recover, it, sorry, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, it, when you recover, that amount goes back up. But if you don't give yourself that recovery time, then it just, like, keeps going down or at least doesn't recover to more than you were at initially, which is sort of the point of the initial Yeah, like out. homeostasis rises, right. basically. Um, yeah, there's, like, general ad- general adaptation syndrome is basically, like, uh, the model that's used in, in fitness. Um, yeah, but I would say it's more of just, like, a lack of – it's, like, under-eating and under-sleeping and under-recovering versus over-training. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you eat a ton and you sleep for 10 hours, like, like J.J. Watt, like, when he's yeah. in the offseason, like, big NFL uh, linebacker, mm. defensive lineman, the end, whatever. Um, like, when he's not training, he's he's literally, like, napping. He's, like, buys a mattress and, like, puts it in a locker room. He's, like, napping. And then he's eating. Like, he's, like, only doing those things. Like, you're just, like, a bear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can – if you sleep a lot and eat a lot, you can train a lot. It's really more of, like, the under doing – like, underdoing the other things versus overtraining. And that's why, like, you see a lot of – just slow progress because you're not you either have too much of one not enough of the other yeah not a good combination of either or or so for me my sleep is definitely my problem like i'd sleep 
five or six hours a day, maybe less. Yeah. Definitely need like eight, need to bump it up sometimes. The food is never a problem. Yeah. But then, as you said, like if you don't have that equilibrium of all those things, you're going to see a degress, a degression in like the progress yeah. that you're having. So. Like you don't get bigger or get stronger in the gym. When right. you recover is when exactly. that happens. Exactly. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, I don't think about sleeping too much in terms of fitness, I guess. Sleep is I definitely huge. think about eating, but mostly sleep because is huge. I just can't Sleep is eat. probably like That's the most so important thing you can do. I do sleep. Like for know, everything. I, I probably sleep enough. So there's this, um, like in bodybuilding right now, there's uh, this bodybuilder named Big Rami. Huge, Egyptian. And uh, there's this, I'm not sure what ethnicity it is, but they're in um, the gym. is like Oxygen, O2, whatever, and it's owned by a billionaire. Yeah, and what he does is he invites bodybuilders to work out under him and his team, pays for their food, for their 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 training, everything. Just make sure they're fully well maintained. Sounds like a good deal. And <laughs> the guys that go over there, they say like the regimen is insane. They work out once a day, go to sleep. Oh, sorry, they work out, go to sleep, wake up, eat, train again, and then go back to sleep. And that's their cycle for. They sleep twice. They sleep twice a day, and then yeah. they get back right to it and. Just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So there's like a lot of pretty crazy sleep cycles. There's uh, some sleep cycle where you sleep, uh, what is it, for like a half hour, an hour every like couple hours in a day. So you have like eight times that you sleep or something like that. There's all these. I think you have crazy. to get into like deep REM though. Like, or is that there's like, definitely like sleep cycles and like uh, stages of sleep that you need to get, yeah. and like different the different stages like give you different benefits. Yeah, like okay. regenerate different things. Uber like your heart rate changes and all kinds of crazy. Twenty minute naps. <clears throat> That's one thing I don't equidistant throughout the day. Terrible. Well, I think your yeah, body probably gets used to that. it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, like for us doing that, it would feel terrible for a while. But I mean, once you go and like do it enough, maybe it's better. But even uh, Leonardo da Vinci had a whole yeah, sleep like, thing. Yeah. That uh, Kramer from Seinfeld tried to copy and it didn't go well. Didn't work out. But yeah, that's one thing I don't know know enough about is sleep and sleep cycles. Mm. Um, back to that learning in school. <laughs> uh, another question that was, uh, you know, a big hot topic for us was mass in relation to strength. Yeah, yeah, we got relativity. Know, How much is that. there, and at what point does, do you think, in your personal opinion, does it stop? Like at a certain point, do you just is strength individual? Is it genetic? Uh, genetically driven like some guys are stronger than others no matter how professional they are so what's the is there anything there or is it just oh yeah I mean um, absolutely like even just from like a a physical level of like the muscle spindle like the bigger the muscle is the the more tension you're going to be able to create Um, but there are people who have big muscles that are not as strong as people with smaller muscles yeah it's not it's not like uh, necessarily linear you know what I mean or like Hundred uh, percent correlated. It's uh, we good. Yeah, um, they're definitely. I would say they're probably relative, but yeah. they're not out, like absolutely related. Um, a lot of like strength is neurological. You know what I mean? Mm. That's like probably the majority of strength adaptations are neurological. Um, wow. And by neurological, you mean like something that like your nervous system you have, is adapting, okay. or even just like your brain becomes better at it. Like, like just firing keep, like, the muscle. Beginning, yeah, like think of how, how much stronger you get in the first like three months of your training versus like diminishing returns. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because it's it's so hard. It's it's hard to get bigger, and a lot of it's just like motor development and like learning, getting good. It's a skill. Lifting is a skill, and like putting out force is a, a skill. And just like anything else, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. 
Out of curiosity, to go back to your uh, your upbringing, what sports were you terrible at that you played a lot? Um, I like to wrestler. I didn't wrestle. You're no. <laughs> you're a wrestle. I thought about it, but I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. Um, no offense to anyone that wrestles, but <laughs> I don't know. It just wasn't in my my family. I played basketball, baseball, soccer, and then like when I was in middle school, I switched to football. Mm. Okay, so all American almost for the most part. All American. All American. I wasn't an All American, but all the American sports. Yeah. <laughs> Heisman winning, Heisman trophy, trophy winner. Wait, you had soccer in there, you said? Yeah. Oh, did we just steal soccer as an American sport? Did we just? I, lump, I mean, we could lump, could lump it football. in there. Yeah. It's all the suburban white kid sports. <laughs> so, um, uh, I think the next question. Uh, if anything, would have been, have you seen any changes in the spectrum of fitness and what America decides is like the pinnacle of sports? Uh, I think that at a certain point, like 1970, 1960, 80, maybe, like the triathlete was huge, lauded, I think, in my personal opinion. Really? The Wheaties box. Um, whereas now we're shifting more away from, I don't want to say away from the Olympic athletes, but now we're more focusing on like the basketball athlete. The, the, yeah, I would the say like football. basketball. Yeah, and football are like the two. Like, even in the nineties when biggest. Jordan was like ripping yeah, it, absolutely. like it still wasn't at like the pinnacle that it is now, where it's like worldwide. Jordan was Jordan, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I guess my I'm biased too because like I never really followed Olympic sports except for like when it was like the two weeks that they were on. Absolutely um, true. Which is always like, that's a huge thing. Yeah, where, curling when curling comes on, <laughs> I'm ready. That's, that's <laughs> when you lock in. I'm but yeah, I, I would say like football is probably like has always been like probably the most recognizable, and basketball, maybe baseball too. Yeah, I think that that has probably shifted in the last twenty years. Like baseball, I feel like was always like America's sport. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We were talking about uh, bowling a little bit yesterday when we were discussing this a little bit. Bowling used to be the biggest sport in America for like mad long. Really. Yeah, with like the Pete Webbers and Chris Weber. Yeah, Pete Weber, the uh, the bad boy of bowling or something. It's a little short film. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty great. And like now we, I, I would be. I don't know. Maybe Tiger might have been like the most recognizable athlete at one point. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Um, the other Tiger. The other Tiger. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So would you say now we're shifting more towards in terms of what people are doing, like in the gym now, like the CrossFits. Where like Reebok now has like these yearly tournaments, which are huge. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Ninja Warrior, all that shit. Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Now The Rock has his own show. Yeah. Uh, so, do you ever see the paradigm shifting back to sports, or is it going to stay more on the the gym slash like? I don't know. I think it's temporary. Tournament? It's temporary. To be honest, um, I think it does good things for like promoting for, fitness. Yeah. To a degree, um, like I like. I think CrossFit has done amazing things yeah. for for people. Like I don't might not believe with every like buy into their their system, but I mean now and that's what, that's another like, question that I was gonna ask. Like how many I mean like females in fitness like how many like how many females barbell lifted before CrossFit like before it became a thing and then like I would say CrossFit there was a huge spike increase mm-hmm. in females participating in like barbell sports and then Instagram and other like massive Instagram. Because it's just huge. like it was always perceived as like a guy's thing for a long time. I mean, obviously there's like really strong women back in the, like all throughout like right. strength sports and, and fitness. Yeah, but um, to where it's on a, a level like, yeah, where like, like where just more people absolutely like it up now. Yeah, without like trying to make a whole career out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. And 
which I, is I amazing. Think I've never had an issue with CrossFit. I think that, so, like you said, some of their techniques are, for the most part, I'm not saying injury prone type techniques, but they can. I would say like the maybe that. the CrossFit games are probably. I mean, it's because it's a ridiculous. It's a it's, competition, just like anything else, a, like football. I mean, there's like what 50 torn ACLs in football this year, but yeah, football's I mean, so any high level competition like that, there's going to be. But then going injuries. to those like tournaments or those competitions, uh, you're exerting your body at, for the most part, max effort. Absolutely, every you're going from like a 400 pound deadlift to like sprinting. And then like climbing a rope, like Whereas something's like, gonna something's gonna go. Terrible. Like football, yeah. you do have those rest periods, like th- in between snaps, like that's all Absolutely. you need. Whereas in CrossFit, it's Football's like ridiculous. Do as many though. as you can, as hard as you can, and then you got to go do this other thing as hard as you can. For yeah, I mean, that's like football too. It's like, all right, I mean, I'm gonna you, you think, I'm like gonna shove this like, 300 pound dude for about six seconds, not go anywhere, and then I have to get off him and sprint as hard as I can turn and catch this small flying object and then sprint and dodge this other guy and maybe run into him. Like, that's extreme. That's absolutely the right. Forces, yeah. like, the forces you create in sprinting are much greater than anything you'll do in the, in the gym. Especially when like, they're, like, that heavy. And yeah. There's collisions. yeah. But, like, sprinting no is, like, the number. It's, like, the, the highest forces you create. Like, even when – In terms of kinetic force. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It, like, even there's nothing you can do to create the forces that you create in, sp- in sprinting in the gym. Sure. Nothing. Nothing you need to do is going to get close. Wow, which is right. insane. That is pretty nuts. That's terrifying. Yeah. When you have like a guy like Marshawn Lynch like running right at you. What are you going to do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Just juke him, you know? I'm going to go over here. Yeah. Gronk, you want the ball? The ball. Let him go. Yeah. Catch it, Gronk. You want that one right there? You can, you can jump up. Get it. It's insane. You can get it. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah. I just – I've always thought that it, those kind of sports where you just push, 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 which all, all sports do that. Obviously, yeah. basketball, you're running up and down the court. You know, back and forth, back golf, and forth, back and forth. It's all just, I mean, the, the amount of forces you're they're putting out in golf, like those rotational single, forces, like, really? they're insane. Yeah. I, I thought that was going to be, like, sarcastic. No. No, man. No. That's what Tiger Woods is so. You get jacked up, man. Because you're, tra- you're swinging that same way, creating, like, these huge imbalances that you, if you don't correct for that, like, only, I mean, only so much time during the day you're playing golf. Like, you have to go move and walk normally but like if you have this like huge asymmetry that's going to have effects right. down the line actually yeah i have a i have a question about like asymmetry so i heard at some point from i guess like my professor but he was like whatever he was my professor um that like if you have like a broken arm or something and you work out your other arm that your broken arm will yeah. like also increase in muscle mass or strength or not muscle like mass that. strength yeah because it's like there's oh, so uh, specifically strength and not yeah, muscle there's a, mass there's a it's called like the crossover effect it's mm. so like like i was saying like a lot of those adaptations are neuro- neurological right it's just your body like your brain learning how to do it better interesting which is nuts that's like insane the, yeah like the brain's the it's like lady in the lake it's like the dude that was like working out one means. arm lady in the lake the uh, I also don't know what that lady means. in the river with the uh, m night Shyamalan movie where the, the the one guy was like working out one arm talking about unbreakable no but so it's all neurological. It just no matter what you do with one side of your body, the other one gets all of it or some of it. Not all the adaptations, all but okay. like like there will be an improvement. It's crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it's the human body, man. It's evolution. Yeah, it's evolution. And then like the there's like a lot of weird stuff with like phantom limbs. Do your phantom limbs get stronger if you work out the other? <laughs> I don't know, but like that pathway is there. Right. Yeah, that's true. There, I saw. I can't remember. It. Oh, there was a tweet. I'll find it. Find the tweet. Find tweet it. hunt. Pum, pum. All right. It was like. Find the tweet. Somebody was born without like two fingers or something like this. And then 
All right, my bad. There we go. Don't bang. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so somebody's like born without like a uh, hand or fingers or something like that. Mm. And then they had like their arm, they got into an accident, like had to have their arm amputated from like the shoulder down or like the elbow down. And then um, they like had these sensations of having a hand that they were right. born with. Oh. Because like, so they had this new phantom limb. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. I like mean, your body's I mean, crazy. No, it's like was like the phantom itch, as they call it. Like when you try to scratch like a limb that you don't have, like it's yeah. I've heard like soldiers that, that have this like when oh, their oh, arm okay, and yeah, legs yeah, blown off. Yeah, I yeah. think they're like oh no no no. <laughs> I was like Nelson, that's a. It's not the same phantom. Yeah, same that's funny. Dad. Uh, no, yeah. So that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, you, you can open them. It's okay. No, open up the M and M's. Open them low too. Have a snack. Have a snack. Sometimes yeah. you need some M and M's. Yeah, absolutely. They're good for you. So, okay, at this point in your career, you know, you've been in this field for, let's say, like seven years. Seven years? Okay. I would say seven, like, yeah, I started, my first inter- internship was in 2012. 2012, okay. Yeah. And now you're at the point in your career, do you think there's, you've hit the pinnacle of your aspirations, or do you think there's more in the sense of I hope not. <laughs> well, not the pinnacle of, Have you not the pinnacle of your career, but yeah. of your goals, like. No, I, I'm. What's what does Scott see at the end of the tunnel? What, what are we looking at? Are you gonna design the next CrossFit? No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely like not. I don't, I don't, I don't know if like my career goals are actually fitness related. Mm. Ooh, I don't know. Probably not. Bomb drop. We'll see though. I mean, I love it, um, but there's a lot, lot more to to life. Absolutely, a lot yeah. more to impact that I could possibly have. I don't know. What about what about like twenty one inch guns, man? That's a, I think everyone needs a set of 21-inch pythons, man. I, I think so. I think that should right. be like a standard. Yeah. Um, fitness in America in relation to obesity. We have a big weight problem right now. You know, people are just not exercising as much in terms of, like, the overall scale of the country. Yeah. We got large um, people. We and got large people. gym is already included in most curriculums through ranging from elementary school all the way up to high school. Yeah. Maybe not college as much, unless you're specializing in those fields. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's a quick fix, or no. is it something that has to happen more on like in the household kind of level, where the parents? I don't even think it's the household thing. I think it's just like society. You have calories everywhere. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Like yeah. you have immediate access to food all the time, but not everybody, you know, participates to the point where it's unhealthy. I would say a vast I don't know if that's true. I mean, I you have to be extremely con- M&Ms. Yeah. You have to be extremely <laughs> conscious. Like you have to be like a you have to be kind of like on the fringes. You have to be like considered like a weirdo or like a health nut to not partake. And it's funny enough you say that where the unhealthy options are much cheaper yeah. than the healthy yeah. options are, yeah. which is what you're pushing. You know, if you want your society to be, you know, much more conscious of their health, but if you're making a large order of fries, deep fried Fucking two bucks two versus, bucks versus a, a twelve dollar salad. Taco Bell like sixty cent yeah, burritos insane. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, you think it's just individual. You have to make the choices to you actively have to be super seek aware. Out. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be like very conscious and like, yeah, it's tough. Um, it's not easy. I don't think it's like unless we take away like, and it's not any one thing. It's not sugar. It's not fat. It's just like the readily availableness of calories. Perfect. But, I mean, there are also, like, kids, right, who are 
obviously not healthy and then they grow up having the same habits that they were taught when they were like younger or whatever um but like it does seem like it's probably an issue with parenting or like education at some level i mean we could yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the initiatives of food are there in terms of like changing the foods on in the cafeterias to be more more healthy but like you said i think i'm inclined to agree that if you could just walk out of the school and go grab a dollar yeah, well, chicken why yeah. wouldn't you you know you're like wired to no shade hard on, no shade on McDonald's. Um, yeah. Although I would think that people who came to like America from places where there wasn't immediate access to like terrible food, they wouldn't go out of their way all the time to eat terrible food because it probably I wouldn't would be appetizing to them. Highly disagree with that. Really? I, I think we're I think we're gonna go back to the point of how easy it is to get it in terms of and cost. like if you're I think if someone never had McDonald's like if you're a or first fast or second food, generation immigrant, generally you're probably not gonna be at the the higher levels of income. Sure. But uh, well, really what I'm saying is that if someone like hadn't ever eaten fast food and they're like 20 and then they go eat like a Big Mac, they're not going to have a good time. I would disagree with that. Disagree they, with that that probably tastes better than anything. I mean, sure. Had. It might taste good, but like, I don't think it's going to like feel good, like sit digesting well. it, like sit well. Yeah. It's just a bunch It'll of sugar, I mean, oils. I, we've been eating McDonald's for our whole life. Right. I don't think We're it like well with anyone. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think well, that's sort of what I'm gone. saying is no, that no, yeah, like, for us, it it's easier though. because we've You're grown up it, eating yeah. it. But for someone good. who had never eaten it, I think it would feel very different trying to like – Digest it? Yeah. yeah but it still tastes good though. Sure. How many things in good. life suck when they come out but they, they're <laughs> I mean, so good There's so in. many lactose intolerant people who are just like, I'm not going to eat ice cream and like they do sometimes anyway for sure. I'm raising my hand right now. You can't see it. Yeah. I guess, but um, oh yeah. So I mean, individual, super individualized household choices. That's what is going to fix, or at least I don't know what the fix is. Yeah, I don't. Know I really, I really don't know what the fix is. Um, I, I would you probably. Would, I, huh? I don't know. I mean, even here at Google, or we'll we can bleep that. it out. Yeah, we'll cut that. <laughs> I'll, I'll we'll put a little bleep over it. <laughs> don't. I mean, yeah. My bad. Um, what uh, what mistakes do you see in the gym most frequently? Like, what what are the most common injuries you see, uh, and why do you think you see those injuries? Disregarding like just bad form, is it the need uh, well, to lift? Hold on, let me weight? let me address this to a few parts. Yeah, I'm sure. I would say the most common mistake I see is just like not having a plan. Mm. Like not even like a like a six month workout plan, you know, not, not that kind of shit. But just like not like showing up to the gym, not knowing what you're gonna do. Like you're destined to fail. Yeah. Like you're just gonna kind of mosey around, and go from do a few sets of this, few sets of that. You're not gonna get any results. That's one hundred percent what I do when I don't work out with someone. I know. I just like and you leave like ten minutes in, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ah, right, like well, 40, I'll do like three sets. I'm, I showed up. Yeah. And if you like, if you did that instead yeah, of like actually training with Nelson, that's like the difference. Like, like exercising pink, pinky versus pump. training. Oh, good. So I think like not having a plan is like the biggest mistake people have. Like you got to have some, you need to come in like with an idea of what you're going to do that day and why you're doing it. Um, it could just be like, I'm just going to do 20 minutes of the elliptical four times a week. I'd rather you do that than do 17 different workouts in a month. Like yeah. at least you're training. I definitely, so there was this quote that I watched when I was watching um, Pumping Iron, shout out to Arnold, uh, where he said, if you walk to the gym, you do an hour workout, and you hate being there, I can walk into the gym, do a 10-minute workout, and I'll get way more out of that workout than you ever will Absolutely. in that hour. And I think Absolutely. that's going back to you, like mindset, like motivated, get in there, know yep. what you're going to do. 
I think motivation is fleeting. Like, I think it's about more about discipline. Because, I mean, you yeah. can be the most motivated That's... person for a month and then you go on vacation and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not going back to the gym. Like, it's just a, it's habit. It's like anything else. But back it has to your, be a habit. That Arnold quote, because that's interesting. I hadn't heard that before, but I could imagine someone who's maybe like overweight, right? Their main goal is probably going to be cardio if they're just trying to like slim down. Is that? I would say no. no. I mean, I don't know. Depends depends on them. Like if they're strong and they're overweight, then I would say, yeah, that's probably a, a good option. Well, well, you know, but if they're not, if, to lose if like you're weak general. and you don't have a lot of muscle mass, then you probably shouldn't focus on a lot of cardio. That's fair. Okay. But for people just trying to lose mass in general, right? Cardio is probably a decent way to go. That's that's like the, the advice that I, no, I feel about no. that. I would say, okay. I mean, I mean, maybe it's gonna maybe no. I would program, say probably like not. Probably not, to be honest. So what uh, would is it just more about dieting and then just it's doing something? It's like ninety nine point nine percent about dieting, um, for trying to lose weight. Mm. It really is. That makes stuff sense. in the I gym. Mean, yeah, there's all the, the stuff like, in the gym is like a one time expense. You know what I mean? Right. And I've always like preached that like you know eighty percent. You said ninety percent, but. 85, 90% diet, 10%. So I say 90% in the kitchen. For your weight, yes. 10% in the gym. Uh, what the gym does, so nutrition is going to drive your weight, the number on the scale. What the gym does is drives your body composition. Mm. So that's where you're going to change how it's much everything. muscle you have and how you look and that kind of thing. Yeah. And a lot of people with Gus. You can lose weight and not do a, a second of cardio. Eating's hard, man. Yeah, definitely. It gets to the point where, like, if you want to gain weight, like, I was I was 150 when I started working out at Google. I was, like, it was, like, 2014. that one, too. Where we oh, going? God, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, when I started working here, um, it was, uh, it was, like, 150, and then started eating food. And I got to, like, 170, 175, and I was capped. Like, I was just eating, like, five, six meals a day. What? wasn't going wasn't going wasn't going and then i think everyone has like that moment when they just break whatever limitation it is biologically plateau the plateau and i just skyrocketed i had like 225 that that was my heaviest i didn't look the best but 225 i was really there and then i started like looking at my diet and okay i got i got to cut out one meal and really go to my greens more car, less carbs, more protein, all, all yeah. these different things went into play. Um, but then my goals started to come around. Like, okay, I got to do more legs. I was being a bro, not doing any legs. <laughs> I started adding these things in. Uh, and I feel like that really changed, like, the dynamic of what I was seeing back. Like, just locking in on that goal. And I was like, okay, like, now I'm working on this. Now I'm going. Now I'm yeah. going. Now I'm going. Uh, Dude, was, I wish you would just, like, started with, like, two sets of 20 walking lunges. That's where I, you should. That's I where you should have started. That's where we started should we do just lunges? body weight. Body weight is huge. That's where I would have started with. I wouldn't even put you on a barbell to squat. Why? Just get I some hate squatting, kind of. So. Yeah, you don't need to squat ever. Like I we mean, can we can stop squatting. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Scott? you can build legs. I've made this point, and because I don't have big legs, you know, PS. You don't <laughs> have to do any one exercise. <laughs> I mean, I think squats is is going to be a big driver, but of of some strength and right. and mass development. Just because the amount of load you're put, you can put in, put onto the bar, but um, you don't have to squat. Like you can just just do, just start with like two sets of twenty walking lunges, body weight. Body weight, baby. You'll probably be sore the next day. Like you'll feel like a little bitch, but that's <laughs> lock fine. in. Hey, that's absolutely right. To go um, back to uh, dieting, progression is the key. What do you think about uh, like keto versus intermittent fasting? Yeah, and like why don't you ask? Actually, I just did like a month of, a month of keto just because I was curious. Yeah, the um, diet craze. 
Yeah, because um, people have been asking me about it for a while. Yeah, um, I think my dad's on keto. How, how do you get so jacked? That, that's what we want to know. People at home, he is shredded. It's not true. The yeah, walking, we got, we got the a picture up shred. now. Everyone check that out. <laughs> the walking shred. Not shredded. Um, I've never been shredded, really. Um, let's see. Keto. I, I don't know. I think it's just low carb, essentially. I mean, well, How the key to actually keto is keto? high fat is really like you're not going to get into ketosis without high fat. Like I struggled the first couple of weeks. But there is a maximum on carbs a day, right? Yeah, it's like 40 or 50. But like I was eating too much protein and I wasn't getting into keto. And I was like, I thought I, thought I was doing it right. Really? Um, so like it's really about shifting the, the balance of macronutrients to 80% fat, mm. like whatever X protein and then like whatever the X carb is. I mean, I, it was fine for me. It was pretty easy. Like I'm, I do very well with when it's like hard, fast rules. Like in college, I did paleo for like almost a year, year and a half, two years. Um, I, like I personally, like I can't eat this. I eat this, this, and this. I, I do well with that. You, you just said uh, that you like weren't getting into ketosis or whatever. When yeah. How How did you like know? Like when did you? There's just like this piss strips that you use. Oh, weird. Yeah. There's like a real measurement wow, that's interesting that's insane. i didn't know that they're like seven bucks on amazon so it's in, it's in your blood and or in your pee yeah like, key, like ketone bodies are like it's like the it becomes like this fuel source for your body wow and then uh the intermittent fasting so i've and you can correct me on this please yeah uh reading you know, articles and stuff that when you do intermittent fasting the amount of natural uh hdh which is human growth hormone uh goes up exponentially in terms of percentages, when you do intermittent fasting, uh, but then you know, there's, I don't know. You don't. You know. You don't know. I don't know. I, it could be, it but could. I mean, intermittent fasting could be. I'm not going to eat for 30 minutes. If you think about it, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, I think that there's like there's like there's ratios. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like no, yeah. At least whatever. But I mean, you could, and like technically, you, go to sleep you for eight, and then you would wait until like noon, which is like 12 hours. Yeah. That's when you would see like these percentages increases and stuff like that. It could be. Uh, I couldn't do it. I need to eat yeah. when I wake up. I mean, you can start eating when you wake up. You just have to eat within whatever like ten hour, hour window eight, or sixteen hour, hour window, something like that. I mean, I, I, that's probably if I if I was to recommend something, I would probably just recommend that because it's super I think it's, like easy. Uh, yeah, and I think it's yeah, it's easy. It's like all right, I can't eat right now. Yeah. It's, it's, you don't have to you make know, decisions of what to eat, which is like the hardest thing I think. Um, I would say, um, and it's. I think of things of like from like a somewhat times like an evolutionary standpoint. Like, um, I mean, there wasn't again. We like going back to before. Like, there was never always food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was times in the day like we, you just had one meal. And that's how like we evolved. And it was grass. Yeah. I mean, we do grass shots. It's crazy. I think that's lemongrass, though. Yeah. I it's mean, wheat grass. It's wheat grass. Whatever wheat grass, right. wheat I guess. But it's not just like grass. No. All right. What were we saying? Oh, diets and stuff. Yeah, I mean I don't know. That like the diets with a name generally don't work. <laughs> I mean it's true. Like you just have to have like habits. I think at that point, yeah, it would become I don't want to say a job, but almost to the point where you have to watch every single thing and you have to like measure. The, that well, point, I think that's why becomes, intermittent fasting is so like it's easy, easy and popular. Yeah. It's probably like you good. just eliminate calories because you're not consuming during X amount of time during the day. Well, I don't even think it's necessarily about like limiting calories either. Cause, like, but you, that's use what it for different things, but like, but that's like what, what's happening is if you have, if you can eat during 24 hours during the day, you're, True, like for a normal person, from what they were doing when they restrict yeah. the window. That's why. Yeah, that's I, why any diet works is because calories are cut. Keto calorie works because 
Well, people do diets for different reasons, right? To lose I mean, weight. That's the point of a diet. I mean, unless I, it's like a, unless you're speaking like, like what? Give me an example. I mean, I just kind of consider diets like a, a way of eating, right? Like you try to gain yeah. with a diet. Yeah. Unless that's like a different terminology that we're going to use. No. No. Okay. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Or, or okay. Even weight, intermittent fasting. Weight fluctuate. Like, I weight feel changing. like you could try to gain weight with intermittent fasting and you would probably like, you know, not have as much body fat while still being able to gain weight. The, the back, back to the mass. Back to the, the lean gain. Yeah. Yes. Lean that's probably like yeah. an easier way it's to like do that if it's going to happen. I don't think I've ever seen anyone reasonably do Kyle. Kyle. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle is just something else. I think we got to get it. Test that man. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get him. We gotta, when, we once he coming on him. this podcast? We got to look into him. Kyle is just. Yeah, I would say there's like definitely like that. He's like a. Fat, yeah, like, he's like an edge case. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's, he's on the fringe he does of society. He doesn't diet. He just eats no, food. It's like insane. pizza. That kid's, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just uh, to clarify then. Yeah. All individual, for the most part, I think is what we come to the conclusion to, where it's like diet, individual, this individual. So, what do you tell someone when they're uh, sorry? What do you tell someone when they're kind of closing past a one month mark where you see a lot of people just quit the gym? Do you do you have to remind them? Do you see changes in people's attitudes as they keep working out? Do they get more attached to the gym, or do you feel like um, most people just give up? I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I work with so many different people, like the, just the sheer volume, sheer number of people. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of everyone. Yeah. Um, well, you'd notice if we stopped showing up. Well, yeah, obviously. No, and I do notice when people don't, and I don't see people for a while. Um, but, like, I don't know what I would – I mean, it's just like – it's just like for me, it's just like being the hook. Like, you just – I'm just like – I just try to be as, like, infectious and positive as possible. So, that like, it's, it's like, kind of fucked up, but, like – it's like Pavel, like not Pavel's dog, but like it's like reward system. You know what I mean? Like yeah. telling, having somebody tell you like great job at something that you feel very intimidated by and like aren't we're never good at is like that shit's infectious. Like positive reinforcement. Yeah, man. it's huge. Um, I mean, they they think I'm. It's it's funny, but like when they're doing their sets and you know it's gets to that heavy weight, I'm I'm always constantly every absolutely. single word absolutely push, great push, Confidence. perfect form, great. I mean, Mike Tyson, a great example of this was his trainer, Custy Amato. When he was um, teaching him how to box and all these things, every single thing he did, great, amazing, you're the best, all these things. Just yeah. Building that self-confidence is key. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, like I definitely agree Reach positive key. reinforcement is a, is a great tool in the gym because once you feel good about doing the workout, you don't need the motivation as much anymore. Absolutely. And you can just keep powering through the workout. Um, yeah. That's what I need. I, I can't work out alone. I yeah, I no, can't yeah, it's hard. no matter how good it's I, hard. I get, I just I come in. I'm not as motivated. I was thinking about this recently too, because I've been ever since I moved to New York, I've kind of trained solo. And like growing up, like I always had a lifting buddy in in high school, in college, um, when I worked in Cali. Like yeah. we would all train in the mornings. Shout out to Cali, and that shit's yeah. Shout out to Cali, <laughs> Cali, you the best. We're uh, sponsored by the state of California. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's super powerful. Like, it's just the accountability standpoint. It just makes it more fun. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've had... I bored. I'll be on yeah. my phone. I'll space yeah. out. And there's no one to just be like, Absolutely. Know, yeah. You're being lazy because yeah. I'm just... I've had good workouts solo. Like, I've had some yeah. PR Absolutely. and shit. Like, but it's it's not nearly as fun. And I don't know. Like, I teach like classes. Daily. I teach classes. But, like, I don't... I don't I've never, 
I've never paid for a fitness class. Yeah. Me neither. I don't know. Like, I, I go just on not... YouTube, man. YouTube for me has been like my teacher. Like, I go there, I, I look at the workouts, I kind of try to emulate it as much. Not so much with the compound movements. Those, I personally feel like you should always have someone who's more knowledgeable than you there to watch you. Yeah. Make sure you're doing it well. Those, teach you those lifts. Yeah. Those techniques don't really translate very well, for me at least, from video to practicing. I mean, think about it. Like, also all... want to be good at those because those are like injury prone. Those are very Absolutely. Scary. And just like thinking like movement is social. You know what I mean? Like isolating yourself in a gym for 60 minutes is like the antithesis of like what movement should be. Like yeah. think of like every kind of like before like movement was a leisure activity and something we had to do or not had to do, but it was like um, – trying to think of how to say it like it was authentic before like we had to we had to hunt we had to run we had to fucking fight we had oh, to right we had to like, like farm it was, it was like, every, yeah like, it was were, uh in, it was instrumental yeah. in in our survival yeah and now it's not like people are literally trying to find the easiest ways to get around you know what i mean like um so it's so and like instrumental movement is is social like somebody's teaching you how to farm somebody's teaching you how to box somebody's teaching you how to like like in your in the army you're drilling together like it's very social. And when you like isolate yourself with your headphones in that kind of shit and like, don't talk to anybody in the gym, like you're probably not going to be very successful because it's not like not a supportive environment. You know, like that's why I'm always dapping people up. I know everybody's name in the gym. Um, try to be as positive as possible. Like it's social trying to get people to interact with each yeah. other. You know, I mean, I if it's just I like into the gym, you and Chris taught me like almost all of the compound movements, like yeah. squats, bench, deadlifts. Exactly. I was just like, Hey, yeah, teach me how to do this. If you would have just came in by yourself, day. squatted every, well, I was coming through. You did actually squat. I, think right? the squat I, I, squat for, I would get there, squat, because it was the yeah. uh, five it, by five. It was the altar, yeah. strong lifts program. That was the altar. You just go there and pray. I was into squat. That's uh, right. I squats, and now I hate squats. Sa- I don't know what happened. I walk and I'm like, God, my God, this dude is getting hell yeah. But it's super. I mean, it should be super social. It was like food that was like really good. I'd go, but can I get some of that? Can I get? Can I get some of that? Yeah. Look at like um, I mean like CrossFit super social super successful, right. like yoga is that is I mean huge. it's a group thing like I mean like yoga private lessons are probably like a thing but they're probably not nearly as prevalent as group classes. Ooh, yeah, those, and, those, think those about home how call yoga sessions. I don't trust those, man. <laughs> I don't, uh, don't, I don't trust know. those. Yeah, keep the um, yoga in groups. How about that? No. I agree. Running groups. I don't know. Um, I would I say running might be like the most individualistic. The, if you're like a very, uh, like, if you're very not successful. super outgoing or whatever it may be, like I think that's probably the thing where you're gonna be most successful if you like don't want to be social mm. in movement. I just run. Yeah. Powerlifting maybe. Maybe though, but like all those like Westside, like all those guys, that, that's a group, man. You, oh God, Westside. It's an individual Shout sport. Shout out to Westside Barbell. It's an individual sport. That? It's that like, like it's like the mecca of powerlifting. Core. Is it? A, it's specific people. So yeah, was, uh, Louis Simmons like founded Westside Barbell in Ohio. Shout it's out like, Louis if you ever want to come on. Yeah, it's a gym. Like, oh, I got it's, like you. badass, like eighties, nineties, um, like two, age? early. No, or like, like uh, the years eighties, nineties, two thousands. Like, like basically like all the fundamentals of like powerlifting, like methods are, are from the kind e- of from Eastern there. Eastern European, wow. block yeah, and like he just... like boiled down like all like the Russian method, like a lot of the Russian methods, and like he like preserved those texts from like the nineteen twenties and thirties and shit, and like. That's He's like cool. an absolute resource. Yeah. And like the, all the guys that came out of there. Yeah. Strongest, strongest 
Fuck. But it, like, it's an individual sport. But like, all those guys trained hard as shit together, like fifteen dudes in the gym, like just getting after it. Yeah. Um, and you have like that that individual factor, obviously. Like, he, yeah. he has like he has like this wall on on the uh, this like chalkboard on the wall, and everyone goes and puts up their best numbers, you know. And it's so you have That's that factor good, there where like one. you have a bunch of strong motherfuckers in yeah. there. Like, let's see who's gonna lift up this goddamn weight as hard as we can. But while you're lifting that PR. We're going to fucking... You got, like, 20 people all around you just yelling their brains out, and that gets you, you know? So I, I love that environment where it's, like, it's individual. You want to chase your best you, but you have your competition, essentially, rooting you on, which is awesome. Yeah, and we sort of have that in the gym, right? There's, like, the, the numbers for push-ups, pull-ups, uh, that kind of yeah, stuff. absolutely. Are those from a specific thing? Can we... We should add more things. That'd be yeah. fun. Oh, there's the plank. What's that plank? Like an, an, an hour? hour? Yeah. Great. Crazy. I, the only reason why I am why I would be concerned with adding like a bunch of different topics or different movements is because I think you're going to have people chase. And once sure, you start I guess chasing you those get things. get some injuries from it. Yeah. Like you're going to have guys like, all right, let me, buy, let me curl like 90 pounds and then your bicep is off mm, the bone. No, no, no. Yeah. I so I feel like the, the workouts that we have there, like the push-ups, sit-ups, you know, they're all self-limiting. Yeah, like once you can't do it anymore, you literally can't do it anymore. True. Whereas with a bicep, like you can you can fling the weight as, as much as you want, and then something pops off the hinges, and Should now your arms on the floor. You need a set for muscle ups. Yeah, and I think it's it's smart to not put the deadlift and like those things. like you keep yeah. those for the the events and, and tournaments that we have or whatever. But as far as having a board. Where someone can come and claim the PR. Yeah, fuck You're going to have a tornado of injuries. Not in a corporate environment where yeah. it's like you got liability and stuff. Yeah. Not just that, but people who kind of want to chase that challenge. Like you're in an environment where everyone thinks they're the strongest. Best and there's some motivated yeah. people here too. Yeah. There's some, strong, there's, some, there's some strong motherfuckers in here. And, you know, and I've seen glimpses of them. Like I come in like one time I came at 7 in the morning. And there was this dude just bumping like five plates, which is like what? Like that's like four. Squatting the whole no, ninety five. Four, four ninety five. He's like just deadlifting it for like reps. Ah, yeah, there's that ah. dude who came in for his last day and did the five five plate. Lawrence, he's G. Yeah. yeah so there, there's some there's that was some fun day. freaks. Except <laughs> that was instead of at night, the freaks come out in the morning. You know, like, mm. it's, it's like the reverse. Um, so yeah, like a. Definitely see the the point of having goals, but also having a team around you yeah. to just help you push for those goals. Yeah. It's so, huge. Yeah. Um, We're social beings. Yeah. And you're right. It, it is locking ourselves in, in, a, in a room for a it's so, amount of time. If you think about like working out, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> Just lift shit up, put it back down. Yeah, it's like let's do, do all this fake work. <laughs> yeah, That's why I like want exactly. to open like a gym in Brooklyn where like you're doing like real shit. Like, all right, let's go pa- charging batteries, you know. Like, yeah, like shit. let's go fucking go go pay to work at a construction site for an hour. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's go drill this shit. Yeah. That's in- that's an interesting point. Um because there is there is an I I think that's not preached enough. I think in today's uh, environment where the gym is seen as like, you go in there and you get it. Like, go do it. Where I personally feel, and no matter how good I get, I'll never think that I'm better than I'm able to work out by myself. I cannot work out by myself. Don't have the motivation there. 
So how do you how do you think we can get people into the into the mode of packs? I don't know, like a, like a pack mentality where yeah, what kind more, of app needs to be developed? Yeah, let's just. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. That would be. Uh, there's got to be an app like I'm sure like, there's t- like Tinder for the gym, basically. You know what I mean? Like, but like, like find your gym buddy. There. I think there is one. Um, yeah. I think Chris's fiance was looking it up one day. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, and it was like That's already taken. No. Shout, shout out to Chris. <laughs> shout out to Rob. Um, I don't know. I think it's just like finding what you like. Yeah. Like if you there's a million different forms of exercise. Like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be forcing yourself to do one. You know what I mean? I mean, I think there's things that people should do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, the proven stuff that you need to do. Like, you probably should strength train twice a week for the rest of your life. You should probably do, like, 30 minutes of cardio a couple times a week. You yeah. should sweat. We don't know. do a lot of cardio. I mean, it's probably probably uh, good. Like, this is things I should take advice to, but, like. Like, what about hit? Would a hit count as a good form of cardio? Hitting the pads? Yeah. Yeah. You see, we don't, we don't got. I, I personally, me, I don't believe in the conventional run on a treadmill. No, yeah, I mean, it can so be whatever. Convenient. Like you can, if you're pumping like a bunch of. Why are you always on the treadmill, then, man? I always catch you on the treadmill. No, he no, feels no, guilty. Like, you're like, yo, let me know when Gus is coming. <laughs> I'll get all. Got to jump on that, man. He like walks and I just get on it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I've been here for 45 minutes. Been on the way, 10 miles. What is it? I mean, say cardio that? can be so many things, like. Basically, we're just getting your heart rate up, I guess. Heart rate, yeah. Like developing your energy systems and training in different like intensities. I, I've yeah, always preached that. I feel like people look at me like I'm crazy. Uh, but I just think as long as you're sweating, that is a good form of cardio. Not Maybe not the best. I don't I think it's just individual. It works. But me hitting the pads, like, yeah, that's, that's insane. Anyone who's ever like hit a punching heavy bag before is like, that's cardio. going. Yeah. We should um, have had a heavy yeah. bag for longer than 30 seconds. You're fucking smart. Yeah, I, be, yeah. de- I've definitely never done it for 30 seconds. I'll like punch her <laughs> a couple times and be like, ah, oh, that was neat. I don't know what I'm <laughs> doing. I walk away. I think I'm done here. <laughs> Showed that bag. Hang, hang up the gloves. <laughs> yeah, I'm a so, street fighter. <laughs> <laughs> All my fights are undocumented. Uh, what's any lasting thoughts, though, like in terms of like fitness in America? What, what do you – What's what's a – I don't know. A lingering thought in your mind. Um, I, I hate how it's such such a thing right now. To you be hate honest. how it's such a thing. I think it's. I think it has good and bad. Like, not every like, a trend. Not everybody needs a fucking fitness account. I hate that. Like, yeah, it's good. Like, if you, if it, I don't know. <laughs> Keep <laughs> it <laughs> private. Like, if you say you're doing it for yourself, then then make it private and have zero followers. Because then otherwise, you're not doing it for yourself. Um, well, that could be to keep yourself like accountable, you know. Like As before I started working who out, posts up pictures of them working out. I take a slight chance, <laughs> but, but I, I don't think understand. You don't no, no, promote no, no. it as like a fitness account. You're not putting like oh 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 oh. So you mean like fifteen percent like, off? <laughs> oh, that yeah no 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 I don't do that. Um, or the people that I don't know like I there is some like there should be some kind of professional like responsibility like don't just call yourself a coach if you have zero. Like zero training and zero certification and zero liability insurance, like that's just irresponsible on your end. And like, like I hope you get like, and I don't hope you get sued, but like if you get sued, you're fucking it. Like it's your fault. Yeah, I I think you know. And like people are giving out nutrition advice to people over the internet that they've never met before and and aren't nutritionists. Like yeah, it's bad. That's bad. 
I mean, even, all I, you even I'm not allowed oils. to be a, You don't advice. even need a lot of nutrition advice. Just apply some essential oils yeah. to your tongue. Exactly. You're good. That's always been my thing. Like, I've... Um, that drives me nuts. I've posted, you know, I post my pictures up, you know, I have, like, transformation pictures or whatever the case is. Yeah, that's is. dope. But when people you ask me... You do it in an authentic way. Yeah. When people ask me, like, hey, um, I want training, you know, sorry, Nanechi, my sister, hits me up all the time, like, hey, I want to work out with you. And I definitely would love to work out with her and I do, you know, give her relative advice. But I always say, hey, like, I didn't go to school for this. I don't care how good I look. There's people that I know who went to school, yeah. who are trained in this, who do this for a living. And they're much more qualified to tell you this because my advice for what works for me, my body is different than yours. Yeah. I'm at a level now where I wouldn't have to don't do – Don't train family. Don't – yeah. Yeah, I found out. Is that, is that, is that, is that a, Really? I don't know. I, I don't. Patience, Scott's patience brother. is not as high, right? Yeah, like, and it's just it's it's weird to me. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. So yeah, I mean, like, I would I would help anyone out in my family, like, yeah. with if they ask me for, but half the time, like, you'll write them a program, they don't do it, which is yeah. like the most frustrating thing you a can waste do. Of your time. Yeah, or they're like, well, that's not enough. Like, I need more than that. I'm like, no, like. You need one more. Like, you need have to, you done it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can like, see it, if you do it for it. two months. Yeah. Um, so that's frustrating, but I'm not, I mean, not like Tony, you look the more same. like friends, family and friends, are like the same thing. Like maybe some friends you can, you can, you can train, but I like don't know. Gus, it was, it was organic, you know, like Gus oh, was yeah. in the gym. Exactly. Already. Yeah. He was getting it. I, I think got, the gym's I like got a great... adopted by the big people in the yeah, gym. Absolutely. That's, that's how like, I tell that story. Absolutely. Like, it's you, like I said, it's like a social thing. It should be a social wing, thing. Man. Yeah. You two were just like, uh, you, you and Kyle, you were like, we were soaring. Hey, what are you doing? Like, uh, I was like five by fives. And then you were like, don't do that. Come do this. Yeah. It's like, weird. Um, so yeah, people ask me to help them work out and I'm more than happy to go to the gym with you and like bang out a session. Yeah. But in terms of me, like giving you nutrition, nah, baby, I, no. I don't I don't do that. Like it's, I can tell you just eat clean, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, the funniest thing is like people find out I'm a trainer. I'm like, oh, they're like, yeah. So they're like, well, they'll get like all weird. And they like when they eat around me or like when I'm like in the in the cafe and they're like, oh, don't look. I'm like, I just fucking ate like three sugar cookies. What are you talking about? Like, I don't I'm care. Gonna make, I'm going to have a confession right now. And I told you guys this before. But when I started, not even to start, like two years ago, which was pretty deep into me working out, uh, I found out that chicken did not have carbs. I thought I was getting all the carbs from my chicken. Until I yeah, chicken doesn't have carbs. It has. Are you serious? Zero, zero carbs. Zero. I mean, I didn't think it was like carb heavy, but I didn't think it was zero carbs. I guess. Oh my god. Z- yeah. Like, See, this is why I think like anatomy and nutrition should be like, er, like. Uh, there's fat though. Required yeah. courses. Yeah. Absolutely. Why is there no carbs? I guess there's no sugar. Is that there's I mean, no there's sh- other yeah carbs there's no though, too, naturally right? occurring carbohydrates and like the the glycogen and muscle is like gone by the time. By through cooking and through just like and I was an idiot too. Yeah. Like this guy that I that I followed online, it works out, looks super good, and he's like telling me his diet, and I'm like, yeah, man, I get all my carbs through chicken, and he never responded. I never understood why, until I went and researched that chicken has no carbs, and I'm like, wow, he no probably looked at me like you're yeah, a, no a, a you're a goddamn like idiot. Yeah, you probably should have. So well, if I didn't know it, then a bunch of other people probably didn't know it. So chicken <laughs> has no carbs. You're welcome, chicken, everyone. No carbs. Yeah. So I think animal products. Talk this. The point is, guys and girls and ladies and women and children, talk to someone who knows what they're talking about, who's been to the to the holy land and come back with, with the knowledge that you seek. Um, 
it's you know it's and it's very easy to be enthralled by going online and looking at articles and reading and be like oh yeah I got it all down now but if you have these resources available to you and I'm not saying the things that you can read offline are not valuable they absolutely are yeah. but check the source check the source <laughs> check the source and just like just pick one system yeah don't go to a million different websites let's just that's the biggest thing is like everything so works at some level you know what I mean might not be optimal for you but it's going to it's going to work we're all humans. We all eat and drink water and piss and shit. Like, at some level, we're all the same. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, there's individual differences and, like, Systems different backgrounds. And, yeah, but it's all going to work if you follow it. Absolutely. You got to commit. Yeah. Commitment. Consistency. Have some discipline. Consistency. I like that. Can we make that, like, a little quote? What? Commitment. Consistency. Dedication. Yeah, commitment. In the treetops. In the treetops. <laughs> um... I'm good. Good. All right. Well, um, thank you all so much for joining us. Scott, seriously, thank you so much for, um, Big for giving us your Scott. time. Big no shout out Scott Shadle. Um, I'll send you my bill. Follow him on uh, Instagram, gotta, like gotta him on YouTube, subscribe on <laughs> Facebook. I don't have any of that. Oh, the whole platform. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, thank you so much, and thank you for joining us on Thoughts from the Treetop. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs>